Hi friend, it's Thursday and I was just struggling with what I wanted to talk about today. I have so many ideas. I have, I am not kidding you, we have got hundreds, hundreds of ideas as a company on podcast, uh, keywords you guys have submitted, questions y'all have submitted. And I just kept coming back to these two core things that I've been facing as a Christian business owner, as a Christian business coach, as a faith-led entrepreneur that I know you guys are all dealing with as well. And one of those is that this online space can just be so ugh sometimes, whether it be people that you look up to disappointing you, whether it can be people in your community disappointing you, whether it's that you're triggered by stuff all the time or you feel comparison, like no matter what it is, there's always something, you know? And it's like, I come back to this place often of give it to God, right? But like, how do you actually do this piece? And then the other piece is what do I really want, you know? And who did God really create me to be and serve? And so what I really came out of all of that with as I sat here and prayed over what I wanted to talk to you about today was five hard lessons learned that I want to walk you through and share with you because I think that these will bless you on your journey as you guys really walk in my footsteps as a faith-led business owner and as a Christian coach or a faith-led coach of some kind or somebody who wants to start coaching, somebody who wants to start that business. This is not for the faint of heart. It's worth it. It's 100% worth it. And we, we are, I am obedient to what God's calling me to do. But I just want to talk to you a little, bit, a little bit about some of the hard stuff you will walk through inevitably and some of the stuff maybe you've already experienced so that you can armor up in God's presence, in his glory and his purpose for you. And you can kind of weather the different storms that are going to come your way. So I hope this blesses you. Let's do it. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? <laughs> hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gas Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Hey, friend, we haven't talked about Clarify Your Calling in a long time, so I just wanted to remind you that if you're in phase one of this whole process and you're really trying to get clear on what your calling is, and what your purpose is so that you can go create a business from that calling so it can become your life's work so that you can know that you're walking out God's path for your life, I have a workshop. It's completely free and it helps you get clear on your calling so you can start an online business. 
And that is at freeclarityworkshop.com. And I just pray that that free training blesses you today and I'll meet you on over there. Okay, we're going to go through five things today that are just hard lessons I've learned. You guys, I have been a full time. I mean, lots of hours, lots of blood, sweat, not blood. That's weird. Why would I bleed? Sweat and tears. (laughs) Sweat and tears for sure. (laughs) I've had big successes. I've had bigger failures. It's been an absolute roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. The last four years, five years of that journey, I have been a real, like, I guess truly just born again Christian, right? Where I was a Christian, but really um, blessed by God and partnered with Holy Spirit. It's been a journey of growth. Uh, God has shown me wisdom in his word and he's just cultivated Holy Spirit and allowed me to lead this business spirit forward. And it's been so fun, but it's also been so hard if we're just being honest, because life is hard and we're constantly going through seasons of hardship, of spiritual warfare. We're also human. So we're dealing with the inner critic, the mental stories and lies that we tell ourselves, all the external circumstances that the world and sometimes Satan throws our way to knock us off of our path. And so I just was hoping that these five hard lessons I had to learn myself and walk through, maybe just sharing them with you would help you know, one, you're not alone, or two, armor you, because this journey, it gets hard. And I just want you to know that you are not alone and that if I can walk through these things and get to the other side and maybe bestow some wisdom onto you about why God allowed me to walk through these different things that you could use it, put it in your in your bag of armory so that as you walk out into battle for your purpose, your call and your business, you will be equipped. So number one, the first hard lesson learned as a Christian business coach and woman of faith as and, and an entrepreneur is that it's going to get hard before it gets easy. Number one, it's going to get hard before it gets easy. And you may already know this to be true. You know, I have had lots of business failures. I have had um, lots of really confusing seasons in business. Like I've been terrified of success in business. Like there's been so many levels of hard, you know, it was hard the first time that I created a course. It was hard when I was a solopreneur and had no one helping me. It was hard when there was no money. It was really hard when, when people ripped me off or copied me or were mean to me. You know, it was hard when I felt alone. It was hard when I didn't understand financials. I didn't understand bookkeeping. It was hard when I got slapped with a $30,000 tax bill because I had done something incorrectly seven years ago. Like, There's so many hard lessons that come in something you've never done before. But here's what I know for sure through this lesson is that everything's hard until it's not. I didn't come up with that. Somebody great, somebody amazing said that somewhere, somehow, some way, and I love it. You know, everything's hard until it's not. So what I want you to know is that if you are feeling like everything's hard right now, just keep pushing. Do the next right step. Because you're going to push that lid forward and upward 
just by doing the thing once. You know, you're going to learn how to do it a little bit more easy, how to become a bit more efficient. You're going to find that maybe the resource is there for you to get the help that you need for something not to be hard. But it takes walking through it once, twice, a dozen times before something becomes easy. The second hard lesson that I've learned is that clarity comes after action. Number two, clarity comes after action. (laughs) So while I help you guys clarify your calling, get clear on a direction, it's not going to be the end result. You know, you're not going to, oh, wow, I did this thing and now it perfectly works and I'm an overnight success story and I made my first six figures and I have 100 million people in my email list. Like, it doesn't work that way. You're going to take action then you're going to listen. You're going to take action, then you're going to refine. You're going to take action, and then you're going to rest and receive God's wisdom so that you can tweak, you can show up, you can get a little more niche, you can do it a little bit better next time. Clarity comes through doing. So this lesson is for my people who are sitting and you're waiting and you want it to be perfect, like you're never going to get clear until you try. You're never going to get any farther than where, where you are right now until you're willing to just mess up and show up without everything making sense, without knowing what the outcome will be. That's part of it. And sometimes taking action also means testing that something isn't for you so that you can put that idea away, you know? So clarity is going to come after you take action. The third hard lesson that I've learned Failure is inevitable. Failure is inevitable. So anyone sitting out there right now thinking that they're too scared to start a podcast because what if they fail? They're too afraid to uh, start the business or to write the book. You're too afraid to have that hard conversation with someone. You're too afraid to whatever, admit the sin or I don't know what's going on, but you know what's going on in your life that is keeping you fearful of failing. And this could be on so many different levels. What I've learned is that failure is inevitable, but it's not a bad thing. I actually look forward to failure because what that means is, one, I tried. Two, I was willing to do something to push the lid up for myself or for my business or for my marriage. And third, we are refined by the fire. So failure is actually... And if God uses everything for good, which he does, it's a promise in scripture, is that our failure teaches us invaluable lessons about how to get better, how to do it better, how to put away our pride or to do something on our our own accord instead of the world's way, right? Like failure is what equips us to get better and to be more like him and also to grow farther. You know, if I hadn't failed with so many courses before I finally had the right course, I wouldn't know how to make an epic course. I wouldn't know that messaging matters. I wouldn't know that you can't just willy-nilly a busted graphic together. (laughs) Like, It's okay to fail and mess up and know that that's coming and just be excited about it. Like I love when I mess up because I love to tell you guys about it. I mess up all the time. I mess up all the time. I am human. I try my best. And guess what? I mess up. And that is what actually creates relatability and trust 
with your audience and with your kids, right? Like telling your kids that you messed up or that you did something wrong and admitting it and working through it in front of them with God. Like those are powerful lessons that we can show in our family and in our business and also to ourselves. So be willing, be willing to fail. The fourth hard lesson that I've learned, this one might be one of the hardest, is that God's timing, God's timing prevails. God's timing prevails. I wanted to be successful so badly. You know, I wanted... I wanted to have my first $2,000 month and then my first $5,000 month and then $10,000 month. You know, I wanted to be able to tithe at a bigger capacity. I wanted to have whatever, my first 10 students. Like, I wanted all these things so badly. And yet none of them were happening. And I felt it in the depths of my spirit that I was doing something wrong or that I needed to try something else. Or that because this person was doing it, I should do it their way. Or that maybe I was missing out on this platform. And I was all in my head and I was believing all the lies of the enemy about why I wasn't worthy because I wasn't successful enough. And I know that all of us are different, but those are the lies and the stories that I was telling myself. And it really all came back to trusting God's timing. So a hard lesson is that you don't get to dictate your breakthrough. You don't get to control when something becomes successful. And even if it becomes successful, you don't get to say when you hit 100,000 downloads on your show or a million downloads, you don't get to decide that you're going to have a 100K launch. Like God's timing. And you know what I've learned through this specific lesson is that God's never going to give me something that I can't handle. So when I look backwards, and obviously Vision is 20 you know, hindsight is 2020, right? When I look backwards, I see like, oh my gosh, I didn't have the team to shepherd this type of revenue two years ago. I didn't have the right mindset. You know, I was still negative Nancy or I was still had so much growing to do in my faith. God couldn't send me this group of women yet, you know, or whatever that might be like, oh wow, I didn't have the financial setup yet to shepherd this type of thing. So there's so many pieces that God can see that you can't see. And so you're over here living in the right now, the I want it, the instant gratification promises. Those are totally lies from Satan himself, whispered all over the planet. You've got to take yourself out of that and just ask yourself, like, how do I show up today? Only me. How do I stop looking around and looking up and comparing and stealing someone else's idea or doing what someone else has become successful at or staying even just stuck in my own timing. Maybe some of you need to actually move forward and say like, God, if this is your timing, what am I supposed to do today? Just today. You know, that scripture that talks about like, focus on today because tomorrow has enough worries of its own. We have enough worries for one day. Like, how do you just stay in the present And focus on the next right step today and trust God's timing. You know, and if you don't trust his timing, that's the prayer for you. Lord, just help me trust your timing. I don't understand how we're going to pay the bills this month, but I trust you. You called me to it. I'm here for it. Lord, I don't understand why I'm still doing this thing that hasn't had any growth in 24 months, but I felt the call. 
I'm going to hold on to that promise, Lord. God's timing will prevail, period, end of story. And the sooner that we accept this and then begin to trust it and have a renewing in our faith over God's promises for our businesses or our marriages or our motherhood or our health or wherever you're struggling in this one area, you'll see favor in it. You'll see God's promise in it. He is so faithful. He is so good. And he loves you so much. He loves you way too much not to take care of you. And we just have to remember that he knows better than we do where he's trying to take us. And sometimes there's growth in that, right? Okay, now the last um, hard lesson that I've learned is you will be triggered often. We're just going to rip off the Band-Aid with this one and I'm just going to go here. We're just going to have a really open, raw conversation. You know, as you grow in your coaching business or your podcast or your online business, you will get triggered, especially as a Christian. And this is on so many levels. Someone will leave you a bad review one day. Not everyone will like you. And that is such great news. So, okay, you don't love me. That's amazing. I'm going to lay that at the feet of Jesus because that is not truth spoken over me. I rebuke those words in the name of Jesus and you move on. You'll be triggered. People will copy you. They will probably move straight into your space. They will probably move straight into the people that you're working with. Like it is inevitable that people will want what you have. And that is part of success. That's part of making money, having impact. And so you have got to, again, be armored for what's to come. This is one of the most important pieces of keeping your head down which is something that I teach from the very first course you ever take with me, from the very first podcast you ever listen to from me, you will probably hear me tell you, keep your head down. Do not look up because you will be triggered, right? You'll be triggered that someone's more successful than you, that somebody is doing what you're doing, that someone launched a course similar to you, that someone copied you, that someone left you a bad review. Like, How about you just put your head down and you stay focused on what God has asked you to do and you just give and you serve and you do it over and over again. And here's here's what I do. The moment I'm triggered, I repent because, hello, log in my own eyeball, right? I am not to judge. I still judged. Cool. I repent. Lord, cleanse me of that. Help me to not only release this, Lord, and focus on what you've called me to do, but bless that person. And it's so hard and it's so needed. And the moment that you do it, there's just a refreshing of your spirit and you let go of all of that like icky, yucky emotion around comparison or jealousy or frustration or resentment and they just wash clean off of you. So be prepared to be triggered often in this online space. It's it Again, it's part of this journey. So all of those five lessons are kind of to armor you, to give you insight, to help you see me uh, as, as you to, to know that like I walk through the stuff that you guys walk through every single day and that as you grow in your business, this does not actually get easier. It just, you get more wise, you have more discernment, you have more patience and peace, and you're able to almost separate yourself and see super clearly when Satan's just throwing a trick your way and you're like, ha, cute, dodge that one. Ooh, you missed. 
sorry, missed again. Like you're able to like bob and weave from all the tricks of the enemy and like all the stuff that the world throws at you. Cause I'm very quickly and easily able to now be like, yep, cool. Felt that moving on and, and lay things at the feet of Jesus right away. So I guess my bonus lesson for you is my word of encouragement, if you will, is that the sooner you learn to hand your feelings and emotions back to Christ, to lay them at the feet of Jesus, he can wash them clean for you and set you on a new path. I'm not saying not to feel, but what I'm saying is to recognize that sometimes these are just distractions that are keeping you from your purpose work. They're keeping you from staying on the path you're supposed to be on. The fears are keeping you from moving forward. The inaction is really because you're just afraid or you believe that you should have. Like all of these things linked together. And really the answer here, the answer to all of this is asking yourself a few simple questions. Are you ready? I want you guys to write this on your notes. Question one, what do I really want? What do I really want? want. Because often when we look up and we think it's so hard, we're stuck in an action, we don't feel clear, we're in the middle of a failure, we're afraid of failure, we're focusing on our timing instead of God's timing or we're triggered, we're comparing, whatever, whatever, is that we're, we're looking at someone else's story and we think that's what we want. Oh, wow. This person has 10,000 Instagram followers and a viral reel, and they seem to be making a ton of success. They have a high-ticket coaching business. They work with 36 clients a week. Oh my gosh, I want that. And so you're chasing after a distraction. But the truth is, like, when you get quiet with you, and you, you obviously you pray, and then you get quiet with you, and you get a notebook, and you get a pen, And you get that coffee, that espresso, that hug in a mug, and you sit. And maybe you put some quiet worship music on in the background and you ask yourself, what do I really want? I wonder if that's what you'll hear. I wonder if you'll hear a different outcome than what you've been thinking that you want. I wonder if you don't want 36 clients a week on your calendar, but you want something more scalable and passive. I wonder if you don't want to actually talk about email funnels and marketing, but you really want to get back to your passion of teaching people how to sing or how to journal. I wonder if you've been focused on distraction for a little too long. So I want you to journal over what do you really want? You know, when I look at that and when I sit and do this exercise, which anytime I get triggered or distracted by someone else's story. I come back and I do this exercise. And what do I want? I first and foremost want to know that I am not running my own business, that I am not striving and hustling, that I am really a vessel for God, that I am showing up using his words, his content, that I am allowing myself to be still enough to wash away what the world is throwing at me. I want to know that I can be present. I want to know that I am not idolizing my phone, social media, my body, relationships, any of it. Like I want to know, I want to cleanse my heart. That's what I want. What do I want for my business? 
I want humongous impact for my business. I want God to use my business as a massive springboard for world change. I want children to be freed from abuse. I want homelessness to be cured. I want people to come to Christ left and right. And it takes money to do that. It takes resources to do that. It takes people of God to do that. And I want to be appointed as a person of impact to make that happen in whatever capacity that God has for me. I want to be a woman of my word. I also want to have time freedom. I want to build a business that is scalable. I want to build a business that blesses people without me having to be a slave to my business. I want to build a business that's 100% authentic to me, only me, and what God created me to do, be serve, speak. Like I don't want anyone else's business to impact what God's asking me to do. I want to be authentically me, 100%. I want to be pure of heart and show up and bless people. And I also don't want to worry about the outcome. I want to have a strong marriage, a godly marriage, a biblical marriage. I want to be a incredible mother that instills Holy Spirit, a spirit-led belief and life into my boys. I want to redirect them and guide them and show them the way that they should go. I want to be honest. I want to be a great leader in my company. I want to be able to grow my team to heights that they never dreamed of. I want to have kingdom impact as a company. I want to partner with people who have skill sets that I don't so that we can go places that only God can dream of. That's what I want for my life. Lord, how do I get there? The second question you're going to ask yourself is, who did God make me to be? Who did God make me to be? Not this person, not this story over here, not your parents, not your sibling, not your spouse. Who did God make you to be? You need to answer that question. You know, and and I think I really poured into this answer as I gave you guys that example, right? God made me to be really a world changer, a vessel for him. God made me to be a massive leader for world change. And I don't know how, when, if God's timing, I'm just here for it. That's all I know to be true. God made me the mother of two boys who are going to make incredible impact because I believe that God is equipping me to show them his glory, to see this world in a different way and that he's equipping them through me and my husband, through the experiences that they're having. And I just know that to be true. And so write down the truth about who God made you to be. Don't look at anyone else. Don't get centered. We are so impressionable and it is such a lie from Satan that you are someone else, that you have to do what they are doing, that you are that you are blank when you know it is not true, but you're chasing the wrong outcome. And we all do it and it's okay. But getting back to who, who did God make you to be, it's going to make these lessons so much clearer as you walk through them when you know who you are. Last question. Who is God asking me to serve? Who am I supposed to help? Who is God asking you to serve? Get away from what you do today. Get away. If you've already launched a podcast, you already have a business, get away from all of that for a minute and get centered and ask yourself, am I serving the right people in the right way? 
Am I showing up as God made me to be? Am I being 100% fully honest with the identity that only Christ has created for me? Or am I wearing some type of worldly lie? You got to take that off in the name of Jesus, that that would be washed from you. And then you need to say, what do I really want? And am I living that out? I pray that these questions really bless you. I hope that they trigger you a little bit and that, that you're able to take this journaling process and sit with God and maybe make some changes in your life. This is something that I constantly come back to and it helps me stand in my truth. It helps me not to be shaken. I will not be shaken from who God says I am, who he made me to be, what he has planted in my heart as truth, where I'm going, what I really want, what he really wants for me. And then who he's asking me to serve. And I will not be shaken from that dream. And I will be not shaken no matter what hard lesson, what hard thing comes my way. There is a lesson in it. And I am excited about learning the lessons that God allows me to experience, right? Those those trials, those things I walk through, they are just an equipping. They are a refinement process. And I'm so excited to be refined by the fire because with God, you will rise. I just pray Romans 15, 13 over you right now. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you wear that verse, you wear that truth over your life and that these lessons bless you. I'll see you back next week. God bless. Bye. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.